Coalition Snow. For those of you who are with us in season one, we are glad you're back. For those of you who are new, get ready to laugh, cry, and maybe pee your pants a little. Juicy Bits is all about taking conversations that we start on the chairlift and at the trailhead and even at the dinner table and bringing them to you bi-monthly for productive, meaningful conversations that explore alternative narratives to the conventional dialogue about what it means to be a woman in modern society. Grab your helmet because sometimes it's a bumpy ride. FYI, this podcast is for mature audiences, so you've been warned. Let's get to work and juice the patriarchy. Oh, I felt good. Just the vibrations. Good. Oh, the, vib- the vibrations. Mm, mm. The vibrations. So, <laughs> Jillian, I learned something about you mm. last time we were in the recording studio that mm. really surprised me. <laughs> you did. Your we face. were talking about it not when we were recording, so that's why no one knows what I'm talking about, but... We wa- We thought we would record an entire episode about this particular <laughs> conversation. Do you want to share with everybody what this huge revelation was? Yeah, and I don't know that it's that huge. No, it's pretty big. <laughs> I wish we could have people guess. That'd be fun. Maybe they're thinking in their heads right now what I'm going to say. But the look on your face was priceless. It would have been a great gift to have captured that. But, you know, I, I have it in my mind, and it'll be there with me always. <laughs> so, I, again, I don't think it's that big of a deal, but you were completely surprised to learn that I have never purchased nor used uh, a vibrator. Yeah, okay. Surprised is like the lowest <laughs> level of emotion that I had when you said that you've never used a vibrator because I don't know how you have gotten through life. I mean, I know how you've gotten. We know about your husband and all the other humans who have participated in your pleasure. Um, but for, like, for real, to never have used a vibrator is mind-blowing to me (laughs) maybe maybe even as mind-blowing as the incredible orgasms you can have with a vibrator Mm. which is why i'm so uh surprised and so can you well it's interesting that you bring up the incredible orgasms because there's this great scene in sex in the city when charlotte and miranda and carrie go and get their vibrators and then charlotte becomes very into it and she literally says that she orgasms for five straight minutes Mm mm-hmm and I was like, really? That would be, that's motivation for me to get a vibrator. Okay, let me ask you this. Is that five straight minutes? What? Not like it seems like five minutes. Okay, I've never had the timer on because <laughs> I'm busy doing other things. 
doesn't come with a timer. You can't get one with a timer. But I'll tell you that I think where the five straight minutes comes from is that you just come over and over and over again. Mm. So I feel like I've pieced together like 10 in a row. Ooh, okay. Like one right after another. Mm hmm Mm-hmm. Which is like when when sex is really good, you can piece that together. You can, except for this doesn't require you to necessarily have a penis or another human. True, around. true. But you can't. I mean, I'm a big fan of the vibrator in all scenarios. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you can come without a vibrator. I can. Penetration, sex. <laughs> can I? Yeah. You know that most women cannot. Really? Cannot have orgasms vaginally. I did not know that. Really? But see, there's a lot of things I don't know. Like, for example, <laughs> the traffic in Tahoe recently has been horrendous. And it was, like, reminiscent of one of my first winters. And I remember this. I won't say her name. And she might still live in Tahoe. I've not seen her for a decade plus. And we were talking about getting up. You know, we worked at a sushi bar together in Tahoe City. And we were talking about getting up the West Shore. And she was like, oh, well, you just have, like, your handy bullet. And I was like, uh-huh, I don't, I don't know what that is. I'm like, oh, is that like a drink or this? And literally she had a little keychain on her vibrator. So when she, or a vibrator on a keychain. So when she would get stuck in traffic, she would just sit and like use her vibrator in traffic. And this was her way of kind of getting through and not having road rage. And I was like, huh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, that may, uh, may have happened. I no, the bullet is like maybe four inches long. It's hard plastic. It's normally like pink or red or something. Mm -hmm. and it's got like a little bit of a point. Don't make it be your first one because mm -hmm. you're going to be missing out. I'll, we'll talk about the one that I Sounds like. Sounds good. I know why I use a vibrator. <laughs> good. But why do you not? I think is the question. Okay. Well, I guess it's almost maybe it's like the elusive tattoo in my life. I've never felt a need to have one. Like I have had sexual urges since as long as I can remember. And I'll share this with you. I was like looking up um, her name, a poet that I that I've always really loved. Her name's Sheree Moraga. And one of these poems of her I read, and I was in graduate school when I read this. So I was like in my, you know, mid-20s. And she writes about being a very young girl, like five or six years old, and recognizing sexual urges and actually like pleasuring oneself. And it was the first time I was like, oh my God, I'm not alone. Notice I said mid-20s. Mm. So I think for me, a lot of it came around. It was not a conversation happy between me and my mother, even though we were super open about things, not a conversation that happened with my girlfriends at a young age. We talked about boys and we talked about fooling around with boys and what we wanted boys to do. And I can actually remember my first orgasm. It was in a tent that had kind of collapsed. So I had to like lie in a certain way on top of my first love, high school boyfriend, mm -hmm. in just the right way where I moved my legs. And I was like, what just happened? And it was like pinpointing. I was like, oh, I know how I'm going to make this happen all the time. So I kind of had these early experiences with like that sense of pleasure. So there was never, I don't know. I never went shopping for them. No one ever gave me. I mean, maybe it's a problem. No one. Thanks a lot, friends, family. Seriously, anyone. No one has ever Jillian gifted me one. The last two decades, you're assholes. Once again, mm. if I had known <laughs> that you didn't have one, I would have gotten you one a long time ago. But I'll, we'll put this on the list. So does that make sense? I think that's no, my. Well, I make but like I got my first one in my 20s okay I was curious I was mm -hmm. just really I'm like 
let's try this out. Let's mm -hmm. and, and like I said, it wasn't about replacing anything mm -hmm. as much as it was just like, oh, I'm really curious about like what this will do for me. And then pretty immediately, <laughs> I realized. So it's pretty self-explanatory what it does for you. Yeah, it does all the good things. And it's, and it's a very, very different orgasm from not having a vibrator. So I don't necessarily need a vibrator to have an orgasm. Mm -hmm. I can have them in all of the ways, which is nice. That is nice. And I'm glad to hear that. Like that's your situation mm -hmm. too. But since I've had one, it's just, you just, they're just so much more intense mm -hmm. and like, and you can like over and over and over again, you can come over and over and over again, the five minute orgasm. Mm -hmm. is thing. And I think also I think toys in bed are fun. Mm -hmm. So wait, it's interesting that you would say toys because part of when we yeah. talked about talking about this, it was right around the time there was a kind of like a heady tech convention. And oh, yes. I brought this up to you because I thought you would know the angle with which the discussion was going. And basically at the tech convention, there were a series of sex gadgets and they were using kind of the terminology around gadgets because this use of toys is trying to be removed because it kind of infantilizes women's sexuality and women's experiences. And this was kind of new thought yes. for me. I was like, oh, I never thought about it like that. And then the other piece that was brought up at the tech convention is things that were, as a, as a you know, I was just pumping in the studio, right? One of the things at the tech convention related to women pumping and breast feeding and and things that would relate to women's health. And those were like celebrated and that's, you know, positive, right? But anything that was at the tech conference that was considered to positive to pleasure women for the sole purpose of pleasuring was actually censored a bit. And it was part, and this is not, I'm not talking like 1880s, like Comstock loss of, I'm talking like 2018 tech convention. Sure. Yeah. Looking to kind of censor and limit in terms of what women have access to for pleasure. And it was like sexism happening in an arena that was trying to like, well, it's, it's, it's supposed to be innovative. Let's be like, let's be honest here. Like the reason there are, there are specific reasons why, why people, men in particular mm. are very intimidated and afraid of women's sexual pleasure. So when you think about a sex gadget, men might look at that as like, well, now we're being replaced and do our, do we serve any purpose on earth? And what I would say to that is answer your own question mm -hmm. and show up and do what you need to do. Like, I'm not here to help you to like I don't I'm not here to validate you mm -hmm. or to make make you feel whole right so I think I think that men have just historically been very nervous mm -hmm. about not having a role or not being the one in power or not being the one in control and so when women are able to pleasure themselves and be in control of their own sexuality that's one less thing that men are responsible for and men like and that's it it's it's, it's absolute power Mm -hmm. And I think that that intimidates some men. Obviously not all men, because there's plenty of men who think it's just the greatest turn on in the entire world mm -hmm. for a woman to be able to pleasure herself or to be able to pleasure another. And there's plenty of women and, and non-binary folk who like believe in people should be able to pleasure themselves, right? But I think that like straight men in particular are very intimidated of women being able to have 100% control over their own sexuality and that they would be rendered useless 
through gadgets, even though that's dumb. No, I agree. We don't, we're not saying we agree with that, but it makes sense. It also makes sense in the historical context of, like, sex being basically for procreation. And I think it's fascinating that it's like a man basically has to well, orgasm women, to create the seed, right? And women, it's not the case, right? It's not, like, the end of, like— It's not necessarily the end game, but technically speaking— we're getting technical is, now. Is supposed to be for procreation, right? Mm -hmm. But like, it's always been pleasurable for men. Like that's mm -hmm. the point. Mm -hmm. Like that's by design. It's ple always pleasurable for men, but not always pleasurable for women for so many reasons. And obviously, there are men who do not experience pleasure. So we can't make like complete. We're making. We're generalizing here. Yes. But yeah, but women's sexual experiences have never necessarily been like front and center around their pleasure. It's always been in service of mm -hmm. something else. So this idea, what I love about this conversation and this idea of obtaining this gadget for oneself, is it's about like reclaiming the pleasure. And I also would imagine that it would it could translate very beautifully into a very sexy situation because for our brave male listeners out there, I am thankful for all of you, but also for the, the men in my life who've not enjoyed unless I've been pleasured. And that's really, I think, important. And so like yeah. you come into that shared experience and knowing what pleasure looks like and feels like for you, you kind of know what you want. And I think that's kind of important. Yeah. So I like right now, like in your nightstand, like is it in your like, you know, do you have like your naughty draw where you have like, you know, a vibrator, naughty a naughty bag? Okay. I have a bag of tricks. Okay. There are multiple things in the bag of tricks. You should see James. <laughs> now, Julian has the look of ah uh, and surprise. Okay, my latest purchase. Mm -hmm. I want, I'm, I'm really, really happy about it. So, I recently bought a new vibrator, mm -hmm. and I've been following this company, Unbound, because it's female-founded, very progressive. I love what they're all about. And so, when it was time to get a new vibrator, I was like, I'm going to support this female-founded company that really represents um, all women in a very positive way. I specifically chose a vibrator that not only is medical grade silicone so that it is, you know, healthy for my body and it has all sorts of like different speeds and it bends and there's two sides to it. I mean, it is freaking top notch. Yeah. But there's two things about it that make it like very different. And this is what I love. Number one, it's mint colored. It's mint green and it's not shaped like a penis. And what I love about that is that for so long, vibrators have really um, sort of shown up as a product as a way to mimic a man's body. But it's not a replacement for a penis, and not everybody wants to have a penis in the bedroom mm -hmm. with them. So what I love about my vibrator is that it actually has nothing to do with a man at all. Mm -hmm. It's mint green, and it looks like a wand, like a flat sort of... Uh, not like the wand that you're all thinking about, like the old school vibrator that's like the back massager wand, but like it literally, it's like flat um, and with like just like little rounded nubs on both ends. And it does not resemble anatomy at all. And I think that that's really important for progress in our sexuality, recognizing that like our sexuality and our sexual experiences shouldn't necessarily revolve around men because number one, not everybody's fucking men, mm -hmm. not everybody's interested. And like, it's not about them. Like me getting off is not about a man mm -hmm. at all. Oh my god! Well, I'm trying. I just try. I'm trying. Well, I'm trying to Google it right now. And unfortunately, as much as I love the internet, um, it's not really cooperating. Insane. I'm gonna show it here. I want to see it. Well, I'm, I'm trying to picture it. It's I like here. it. It's, it's bend. The okay, the bender. Here. 
Um, so for all of you, you can play along. You can go to unbound.com and you can search Bender, and that is the vibrator that I. Multi-speed water suit. Yeah. Um, oh, magnetic USB charging capabilities. Yeah. G-spot goes excellent. Now here's what I'm dying to know. Is is I'm curious. How much this costs? 60 bucks. Well, that's not bad. Yeah, so you can get like, you know, well, you can get one of those small little bullets and they're, I don't know, 20 bucks. I wouldn't recommend that because it's just not as good. Is that what there is the unbound? Is that their zip vibe? Let me see. Zip vibe, that sort of looks like something kind of on the go, oh, yeah. a little discreet. So You'd the, have it in your. The zip vibe, let me tell you where the zip vibe would be good for, like any of those bullets, is that there's a battery in it, and so you can unscrew the bottom, take the battery out, and then you can travel with it without your vibrator actually accidentally going off in your bag. Mm. And it's super discreet. Like you can put it in your makeup bag, in mm -hmm. your purse, in your backpack. Mm -hmm. So that is a really back good Backcountry kit? Backcountry kit because it's battery <laughs> powered, right? So like this is a good adventure one, whereas the bender requires uh, a charge i hope everyone's following along right me now. too super flexible i wonder now here's a thing for me when you get this do you know what to do with it or do you just figure it out you're just playing around okay well a couple things so i first did some research to figure out which vibrator i wanted so i okay. did all of them i looked at the functionality what mm -hmm. was it that they could do best what was it that they weren't designed to do very similar to buying a pair of skis or a uh -huh. snowboard what is it designed to do how will it perform what's going to be harder like there were a few that i was looking at and the reason why i went with this one is that um it is waterproof so the bath time is everyone knows it. <laughs> so that but i really like i've never had one that was flexible and that had vibrations on both ends and i was like this is new this is like a different i've always just had a vibrator that vibrated just on one end and, and although you could use it internally it was like more of something you would use externally but this one is clearly designed to be inside of you and outside of you oh my god almost time. like a like a like, like it would like it <laughs> yeah inside and outside okay which, you know double the fun just it has something for everyone okay, okay. <laughs> i i really like the company and i like that it's female founded I, I like that they spent years researching how to make gadgets that really appeal to a broad section of human beings i like that it wasn't about men I like there's all these different things that i really liked about it. and um so far i've had it now for Honestly, like two months, I've used it in a lot of different scenarios oh. with partners and solo. All right. Well, if you're in the market, um, or at least, I mean, I've gotten myself a nice little education here this, this session. And I guess I'm still, I mean, I'm not like anti. You're not even curious at all about like the type of orgasm you could have with a vibrator. Is there any curiosity? I mean, I guess I'm not anti. I mean, I love orgasms. I love having multiple orgasms. I'm... I think we need to get, okay, why are you hesitant? After all the things I just said about how amazing it is, why do you hesitate? Hmm. I don't know. I was trying to think. I'm like, do I need to dig really deep here? So it's funny. We talked about the sex gadget line that Alana and Abby, sorry, Alana and Abby, I don't know your not broad city names, but I should. But I just know you as Alana and Abby. And I think the line is even like by Alana and Abby. Mm -hmm. So I looked and it was almost like I was looking online. I was reading reviews. And part of me.
me was like, why do I need to buy this? I don't think I need to buy this. And who, if you know me, you know I do not mind shopping online and do not mind. Right now, I'm you worried that the, I do love free shipping, and I'm worried that the packages I'm expecting, they're not going to be able to find the house right now because it's completely buried. Um, and I just kind of, I don't know. That's why I said it. I almost compared it to like the tattoo that I like really want, but I just like haven't gotten. So maybe I like. So to all of our listeners. Yeah, I'm not anti. Um, uh, can you just Venmo me a dollar? Can, <laughs> can we get 60 people to Venmo me one dollar? You can Venmo me at Yo Gorecki, like Yo Gorecki, Y O G U R E C K I, Gmail.com. Venmo me a dollar and let's get Jillian a vibrator. Oh, that's so sweet. I'm sure you're very satisfied. Variety is the spice of life. Yeah. Well, again, I'm I'm not anti. I'm like, let's go for this. I almost think, I almost think, and this, I'm just throwing this out there. This could be a little cray, but you've done some really thoughtful and smart giveaways and partnerships with female founded companies. Is that something that maybe like coalition and unbound need to come together on we probably do i'll probably have to send them a link to this podcast i think so because also just so all of our listeners know this is not a sponsored podcast for no. unbound as much as i would love it to be Ooh. because that means that i'd have an easier time paying my rent next month <laughs> it's not i just really love the product like i like i believe in the company i've been following their founder I, the products are exceptional and i just am like a big fan of women being in control of their sexuality and vibrators are a big part of that and so is lube also mm, that might be important oh geez i mean that's a whole other that's potentially jar of it is, jar. <laughs> uh, it is another jar that goes in the poor attempt at a pun good okay because it's good to know yeah it's like a goodie drawer but i mean you don't need you don't need lube for a vibe okay if you're gonna put it in certain places that might need to be lubricated. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. We actually felt like we had to put out an entire season of Juicy Bits before we got into anal sex because we we never did that in season one. No, I don't think we did. We thought it was maybe a little... We're just, you know what? Maybe that's... Save that for another episode. Yeah. Maybe in season two. But yeah, lube is important, but you don't necessarily need lube with a vibrator, particularly if you use your vibrator for external pleasure, you don't need it okay i'm just taking those taking notes, notes down yeah well yeah because to me i mean one of the ideal days is like shopping ski sex yoga i mean it's literally just like a package so it doesn't i mean we'll see what happens let's just watch the venmos oh look your phone's no but it's not going because no. we're not doing not, instagram live nobody knows right yet now. no one knows <laughs> although maybe we should do that so okay here we go um listeners we would actually love to hear from you on what are your experiences with sex gadgets do you have a vibe do you not have a vibe do you have recommendations on vibes uh different ways where we could experiment and have fun either as single human beings or with partner or partners all of these things and then if there are the small few of you out there like me who don't have one have never had one. Women don't own vibrators, if I remember the statistic. There's some statistic out there. Okay. And just so you know, I, you know, we're we're all in this together, and it's not about one right way, but I did hear the variety is the spice of life, and it really, you know, who's going who's gonna to turn their nose up at a five, ten-minute orgasm? I mean, just putting it in perspective for our so listeners. 80%—one study, 80% of people under, the, under age 60 have used a vibrator 
alone or at least rarely and half have used one with a partner. I don't know. I, mean, I know. Maybe I picked the wrong dissertation topic. But, you know, this is really interesting. 44% of women 18 to 60 have used one. So, well, so there's so it's almost we're getting to almost 50-50 where half of women have used one and half of women have not, which I still I just feel like to all of you who've not used one to you too, Julie. I'm listening. Look at me. I'm, I'm right I'm here. Um, <laughs> it's just so fucking good. I just want you to have the best in life. I want you to be so happy and just like have the best best and like it's just another it's just like just left like one level up just like one more thing and you don't have to use it all the time mm -hmm. there's lots of different ways to get up but like just like add it in it's just really lovely I, mean, I can't think of a better way to end it than than on that Jen and I appreciate your support and looking out for me yeah all right, friends. So, like I said, if we want to hear from you. Um, please email us at juicybits at Coalition Snow. We're going to definitely have to talk about this again. Oh, and um, yeah, the Venmo, Yogareki. Let's get <laughs> a vibe and then we can talk about it on another episode. Hashtag vibe. Until then, bye.